0: Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of for Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson, brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to the Greater Work Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gibson. Now, again, over the last several episodes, we've been talking about moving your work life from one that complains to one that engages in biblical venting. As a reminder, biblical venting is all about expressing our frustrations in a healthy and spirit-led manner. It allows for us to cope with those challenging individuals or the situations that we face in a way that we can relieve that built-up stress. By embracing this approach, we can transform our work lives and bring honor to God. Now, as believers, you and I, we're called to work in a vocation that God has called us to engage in. You know, interestingly, if you do a word study, you'll find that the terms vocation and calling are identical. Unfortunately, we've relegated the term calling as one that involves just church activity and vocation uh, is being related only to secular work as a whole. My friend, don't think for one minute that if you're not a pastor, that your work doesn't matter. If God has called you to do it, it does matter to him. With that said, regardless of your field of work, again, we are called by God to work and to fulfill his assignment on our lives. Just a side note, if you're out of work right now and you're willing to work, please drop me an email at christworker.shawn at gmail.com and I'd be more than happy to help you through this season. Now, as believers. We don't work the same way that those that don't know Christ. The Bible instructs us in Colossians 3, verse 23, Whatever you find to do, work at it with your whole being, for unto the Lord and not unto men. Now, after coming to Christ, our work experience doesn't solely exist for the completing of reports and meeting of quotas to appease our leadership. Our true motivation should be to first bring glory and honor to God through our diligent efforts, and then second, we need to get that job done for our employer. In the kingdom of God, God instructs us to work diligently unto him. And again, in doing so, he promises to bless our efforts while also providing us with the rest that we need for a healthy life. Not surprisingly, because the workplace leadership prioritizes increases in productivity and profitability, they often disregard the toll that it takes on employees. In some cases, these leaders threaten the workforce with their jobs if they don't get things done and generate enough revenue for the shareholders now during times when our work may feel let's just say out of sorts the expectations of our leaders can be so heavy on our souls it can stretch out not just from ourselves but also in the overall morale of the workforce too and when this is going on it's not too uncommon to see some people resort to people-pleasing behaviors just to stay in good standing with their workplace leadership If we engage in people-pleasing, we think that just one more sale, that'll help make our boss happy. Or if we can just be a little bit more productive by staying late, that will make our boss happy. But my friend, people-pleasing is deceptive. It can cause you to push God aside and go against the moral compass that you and I have from the Holy Spirit. We think that if we people-please enough, maybe we can get that affirmation or that job security from our leadership that we so desperately desire. Now, let's be honest. If we engage in people-pleasing, it's also not uncommon to complain about the leadership that we're trying to please, as well as their directives. Sometimes we can go to our co-workers because we don't want to risk offending the manager with our comments, and God forbid, we practice biblical venting. Now again, my friend, I want to remind you, when we read in Matthew five sixteen, Jesus said, In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify God your Father in heaven. Although we strive to bring pleasure to our co-workers and have a positive impact in our workplace experience, especially to our leadership. Our main focus is to stay consistently committed to working unto the Lord. Again, one of the reasons that we do so is to maintain our testimony of Christ's goodness and his kindness, no matter how much it displeases us in the process. You know, unfortunately, it's a common tendency to engage in people-pleasing with our leadership when things get tough. Simply said, People-pleasing in the workplace means that you're striving to honor your leadership or your co-workers before you'll honor God. Now, again, when this happens, please, I'm begging you, resist that temptation to start complaining and gossiping when those co-workers around you are speaking up and they're spewing all of their thoughts everywhere. Although you may feel the need to be heard and let your complaining be known, you can't lose sight of who you represent in the workplace. Proverbs 29, verse 25 says, The fear of man is a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is set securely on high. Now, if we allow fear to prevent us from addressing those issues with our boss, when things seem a bit out of line, or they're maybe making decisions that could negatively impact our profitability and productivity as an employee, we have to go back to the simple commands of Christ in Matthew 18, 15, when he said, If your brother sins against you, go and confront them privately. If he listens to you, you've won a brother over. Now again, your workplace leader may not share the same faith with you, but the principle is still the same. It's important that you approach them and have an open dialogue when it's appropriate and at the right time. When we do so, expect the Holy Spirit to work through you, trusting that he will empower you to communicate your concerns clearly, concisely, and objectively. The Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 1.10, Am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If while I'm trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Now, when we choose to complain to our coworkers, instead of expressing our concerns to leadership out of a desire to people please our leader, we are not only sinning against God, but also dishonoring our leadership with a deceitful lifestyle. We're also compromising our witness for Christ. Colossians 3.22 says obey your earthly leadership in everything, not only to please them while they're watching, but with sincerity of heart as unto fear of the Lord. If you find yourself in a situation where you realize that fear of speaking up, it's rooted in people pleasing for your managers or even your coworkers, my friend, it's possible to break free from that pattern. And the way that you do this can be found in the book of Psalms. Chapter 118. The Lord is on my side. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? What can your manager do to you if you go to them humbly and objectively ask for them to clarify what's going on? If they fire you, consider your assignment from God at that location complete and get ready for a new role. Having worked in leadership, I can tell you that any manager worth their salt would prefer that you would come to them directly rather than have you go complaining and gossiping behind their back. As we bring this episode to a close, Let me encourage you to ask the Spirit of God to strengthen you with His resolve and power. Instead of complaining to your co-workers and people-pleasing your boss, meditate on God's Word and allow God to be greater in you than any challenge or opposition that you're facing in the workplace. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that your Word teaches us and warns us against the deception of people-pleasing. Father, I ask again that you would renew a right heart within us. Help us to fulfill our call to work unto you to honor you with all of the work of our hands. And again, help us to, while we are here on earth, be diligent with our hands and bring pleasure to those that we work for. Father, I ask that you would help that one that's struggling in this area right now where they've pushed you aside to go in people, please. Bring them back. Bring them back into alignment with you and your word. And Father, for that one that's dealing with an absolute fearful thought of losing their job, I pray that you would remind them that you are the one that gives promotion, not their boss. So Father, right now, we thank you for loving us. Thank you for having a plan for our life, our career. And thank you that one day we'll be reunited with you in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.